Welcome back, everyone, to Coach, where we discuss college opportunities and cultivating habits. I'm your host, Saxony, and with me is your other host, Katie, and our new coach, Avalon. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hey, everyone. My name's Avalon, and I love studying sciences. So my current major is microbiology with minors of chemistry and neuroscience. And so I just love the science field. And a fun fact about me is I just got back from living a year in Hawaii. So I took a break and went and lived in the sun, and it was wonderful. I got back just in time to hit the eternal winter. A nice little welcome back to Utah. We love having a sciencey coach here with us now. So a little bit bigger knowledge about science. So diversity. <laughs> so sweet. So as we slowly get closer to the end of the semester and finals, I'm sure people are starting to stress about studying. I know I am. So today we're going to talk about a way to make studying more fun and help you retain information by gamifying your studying. To start, what are your guys' experiences with gamifying your studying? So I just recently found out that what I have been doing for the past three years is actually gamifying studying. I didn't know that's what that was. So I am a criminal justice major. So a lot of the textbooks and readings that I get are really tense articles and it's really hard to read and it's just pages upon pages of just blocks of words and there's no pictures, which is really sad. But anyways, What I do to kind of get through that is I take a little block of sticky notes and like every three or five pages, I'll put a sticky note on a page. So I'll go through that. But if I have like 20 pages, I'll put like four sticky notes or whatever, four or five. And as I'm reading, if I come across a sticky note that's on a page, I can either take a five minute break or I can put that sticky note aside and go to the next sticky note. And once I get to that, I can add another five minutes to a break. So I'm like compounding my breaks or I could just like take a little tiny break. I guess that's kind of gamifying for sure. I love that, Katie. I might have to adopt that idea. That sounds fun. Something I love to do when I'm starting to feel a little bit drab in my like study techniques, I'll actually take a little bit of time and just write down as many different ideas for studying the material as I can. And it kind of broadens the creativity of like, okay, how can I mix up my studying? Because if we mix it up, we actually remember it a little better. And so one thing I like to do is to take the practice problems at the end of the textbook and make my own practice problems and test questions, kind of mix up the practice problems and see if I can recreate them and have fun. I love to quiz friends, get one study partner at least from my classes and say, hey, let's make some test questions for each other and quiz each other. Yeah. So that's really fun. So both great examples. And we'll kind of talk about those like principles a little bit later in this too. So great setup there. The official definition of gamifying is the process of adding games or game-like elements into something, in this case studying, to encourage participation and make it more interesting or enjoyable. There are a lot of benefits to gamifying studying. Things like obviously adding fun and excitement in. It can be really motivating, especially if you have like a reward system. It can help make studying visual, increases the ability to make real world connections or connections to your other classes. And it can break difficult tasks down into smaller, more manageable tasks. And it's especially helpful for studying difficult or more boring subjects. Definitely. Now that we've kind of gone over some of the benefits, here are some ways that you can incorporate gamification into your study habits. I feel like I made up that word just now, but gamification into your study habits in three main points. So first, adding narrative, and then second, competition and reward systems, and then some game ideas. That's awesome. Yeah. So first is adding narrative into studying. Telling stories with the content you're learning not only makes it fun to study and makes it more interesting, but also increases your ability to recall information personal experience here, there were some concepts in chemistry that I was really struggling to know and understand. 
but I love people. And so something I did, I took the principles from chemistry and I related them to people and communities. And I would tell them like how the reactions take place. That's something that you can do if you're a people person, but you're in sciences. Say, how does this relate to how people work? Then back to what we're talking about, starting with the basic foundation for storytelling. What is the setting? What are the characters? What is the terminology you need to use? Things like that. And then you can create your story and maybe have it on a journey, take them to the mountains, all that good stuff. But instead of just doing the homework, this increases your ability to kind of visualize what you're talking about and what you're working through. And this works better for some subjects than others, but it can help with creativity and imagination. So it can be very beneficial. That's kind of funny that you talk about that because I actually kind of struggle with that, coming up with a story for certain problems. But I do know like mitosis because it's like my friend would be like, ow, mitosis, like that hurts. (laughs) And then I'm in Greek life. And so I had to memorize the Greek alphabet. I didn't do this, but I heard that one of my sisters came up with this whole story about this airplane named Delta that was flown by a person named Epsilon that just kind of went on this whole trip and just going down the Greek alphabet. I'm like, wow, that's so cool. I'm definitely not that creative, but every now and then I think about that. I'm like, that's a silly, goofy thing to do. That works great. Katie's example there is that sometimes you don't have to come up with the stories yourself. Sometimes you can take them from other people, whether it's your professor or your classmates, and just kind of incorporate that into yourself. You don't have to be the sole creator. He's strong. Goodness. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Something I was thinking about, and it kind of helps me like visualize it, is that this actually relates back to the hippocampus in our brains, where that's where we store memories of places and things. And so when we have a story that we're relating to material that we're learning, it actually relates to the brain and how our brain processes things. So really cool. That is so cool. I'm kind of excited that we're going to get some fun science hacks now. Next in this line of a narrative that we have for this episode, we have competition and reward systems. So a lot of people are highly motivated by competition. I sometimes am, sometimes not, but working this into your study routine can be beneficial, especially if you are motivated by competition, whether you're competing with other students or in a study group to see who can get the highest score on a test or miss the fewest amount of class periods. Or if you don't study with others, you can compete with yourself. Racing against the clock to finish something as long as it's not negatively affecting the quality of the assignment then trying to do it faster the next time. Or you can also pit the different classes you are in against each other to see which one will win. I remember in high school, there was this online website where you could see who had the fastest score to name all of the countries in the world. And oh my goodness, it was like years and years and years of AP students just trying to get the fastest score. And I remember just trying to get mine to like climb the ranks. I think I ended up with like third out of like the years of AP students across the nation trying to best each other. But I don't usually do that, but I do remember doing that at least a couple of times. That's impressive. There's a reason why cahoots are so popular to study within class. Like it's fun and a little friendly competition with your classmate or with yourself. If you don't have anyone else to like, it's just, it's always fun to have that. It's also a good jam session. (laughs) Definitely. So many fun things that go along with competition. I used to do that with my brother when we were both in high school. I'd see who would get through the homework the fastest. Competition's fun. Good old sibling rivalry. Yep. Uh, going hand in hand with the competition aspect is using reward systems to help motivate you to study. Having the winner of your study group competition, whatever it is you're competing for, win something. Whether it's, you know, you go out for lunch and they don't have to pay for their meal, it's split between everyone else. Or 
you have like a pool and you get a gift card. I don't know. Some kind of reward for winning so that their work is one rewarded. And then next time that you all compete against each other, there's stakes. Everyone like like has something to fight for in future competitions. And then when you're studying on your own, I think it's even more beneficial to use rewards just because sometimes competition with yourself can be a little more difficult to do. But like setting small goals and planning out rewards for yourself, Katie explained in the beginning of the episode, can help you get started and help you stick to these goals. Just little things like a favorite snack or letting yourself play your video games for longer. I will say that having rewards that are too large isn't manageable for every task or goal that you have. So if you have a bigger reward in mind, like a fancy dinner or buying yourself like a new outfit or something like that, you can like stack your little goals to work your way up to that bigger reward. My favorite way to do this is with sticker charts. When I was trying to finish my senior year of high school, I was all online and trying to get through the last like two courses that I had as fast as possible. So I made a sticker chart for every module that I needed to finish. Every time I finished a lesson, I'd add a sticker. And then when I filled it all up and completed my chart, I rewarded myself with a fancy dinner. Wow. Thank you for sharing that story. That is really motivating. Definitely see that. I've done it with crossing off tasks too. To-do lists. So fun. Yeah. So beyond adding narrative in and using reward system, here are some other specific game ideas that you can take into consideration when you're studying. So we know the game Memory. So this one is taking force material and making little cards, kind of like you did when you were younger with like the little pictures and you you connect them and see if you can remember locations for the pairs. So that could be a fun idea that you could implement. This could be really nice for conceptual ideas or connecting principles and stuff. Another one, so for group studying, you could do hangman or pictionary. This could be fun to say, okay, we're going to do hangman, but only words within this specific topic. And that could lead to some fun experiences as well. And then the last idea I kind of have right here is individual. So creating crossword puzzles or using different apps like Quizlet. And there's there's so many things that you can do. Once again, we, we totally invite you to take the time and write down as many game ideas as you can think of and then implement some. I really love that, Avalon. I, I think all of those ideas are really good. And I will try and start doing my own little game of Hangman maybe and check out Quizlet too because that's something I need to do too. But these are just some ideas or strategies. And the cool thing about gamifying is that the opportunities are endless and that there are so many other ways that you can add some game elements into your studying or other parts of your life that can use a little more excitement. Hopefully these strategies help you add some more fun into your studying and make Dead Week a little more bearable. And as always, we'll end this with a quote. Uh, This week's quote is from Ella Fitzgerald, and it's just don't give up trying to do what you really want to do. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time on another episode of Coach.